This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, folks, welcome back. It is a jam-packed Thursday edition of JJ After Duck. It's John Jastrzemski right here on The Fan. We're going to welcome in a guy who was one of the best to ever do it at offensive tackle. He's a finalist for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And he's going to be busy this weekend with our buddy Ian Eagle and Ross Tucker. And they're doing the AFC Championship game for Westwood One with the Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. We welcome in the former All-Pro, the former Jacksonville Jaguar, Tony Baselli. Tony, it's JJ, John G. Stremsky. How you doing, my friend? What's happening, man? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Tony, I'm going to be like the 10,000th person to tell you this, but congratulations on being a finalist again for the Hall of Fame, and this is going to be the year, bro. I know you like the sound of that. I know you're probably hearing it everywhere, but this is going to be the year. Well, listen, I hope you're right. Uh, this is the fifth year I've been a finalist, and it's an honor every time you get there, but uh, I've only experienced the... Uh the phone call saying I'm not getting in. Uh, I'm hoping this year I get the phone call that says uh, I'm a Hall of Famer. So we'll wait and see, but I appreciate it. And uh, like I said before, I hope you're right. Tony, as far as the process this year, is it drastically different in the COVID year that we're living in? Or is it a uh, similar type deal to what it's been over the last few years? No, yeah, it's completely different. I mean, the process up to being a finalist was all the same. Um, But typically, once you're a finalist, you know they, you know, all 15 guys fly to the they fly you to the Super Bowl Um, Thursday. You're there for the weekend. They vote on Saturday before the Super Bowl, and then they tell you Saturday night right before the honor show. This year, because of COVID, it's all virtual. Um, The vote they already voted. Um, They voted on Tuesday, Um, so. They actually know who the five guys are, uh, at least David Baker does, who runs all fame. And they're going to let us know, I think, what I'm hearing is sometime uh, the week of the Super Bowl. And then from there, I'm not sure what exactly their plans are and how they're going to let us know. But uh, we'll find out sometime that week. Tony, all the best with it, man. Well-deserved. And at least you can maybe find a couple of things to distract you 
between now and when that process wraps up. And obviously, getting the chance to do an AFC title game as good as the Bills and the Chiefs, I think it's fair to say it's a pretty good distraction, right? Oh, yeah, it's going to be great. I think this is my third uh, AFC title game I've done. And, uh, you know, every time you get to do it, it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of excitement. It'll be different this year because it's obviously usually the fans are packed. They're going crazy for the home team. Um, in COVID, you won't have the same atmosphere, but still, it's, it's the game to get to the Super Bowl. You have two great teams, great young quarterbacks. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Plus, i got to work with Ian Eagle, who's, in my opinion, the best, you know, the best or at least one of the best in the business. So we're going to have a lot of fun. And Ross Tucker on the sideline, so we have a good group. Well, considering I know those two guys well, make sure to give them hell, Tony Baselli. Ian is one of the all-time greats. Ross is one of the all-time greats. That is a legendary booth right there. I-, I may have to, like, tune in, even though I'm a TV guy, throw the radio on for, like, five minutes just to hit you guys shooting the breeze because I love it, man. And listen, who wouldn't want to watch Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes? And, Tony, I want to go back to last week for a minute. You get concussed as a quarterback. Now you got to get back out there the following week, and I know it's not official yet. But I think it's a pretty fair bet, and I think it's pretty safe to say we're going to see Patrick Mahomes on Sunday. Would you be concerned about a carryover going into this game, or is that kind of a case-by-case type of basis? Yeah, I think it really depends on the guy, and I think it is case-by-case. You know, the severity of the concussion obviously plays into that, and, you know, you just got to, you know, hopefully he recovers, gets through the process, and he can play. Um, And so you know, concussions are always hard to kind of gauge and, and how they're going to affect the individual uh, player. So it's one of those things you're definitely will definitely be paying attention to, see how it affects them if it does at all. Um, and I think everybody, you know, every fan, and especially the Chiefs fans, are hoping that he's 100 percent because I mean, you want the best against the best. You want Patrick Mahomes, who's one of the best young quarterbacks, you know, former MVP, Super Bowl champ. You want him on the field against Josh Allen, who's just been dynamite this year. I mean, if it wasn't for Aaron Rodgers, I think Josh Allen would be the MVP. Um, and he's been outstanding. And so you want them both at the top of their game and let them go at it and, and find out, you know, who's the best team and who's the best quarterback. The great Tony Baselli, he'll be on the call for Westwood One with Ian Eagle, Ross Tucker, AFC title game, Bills, Kansas City Chiefs. Tony, I got to admit, man, I'm stunned by what Josh Allen has been able to do this year. He's always had spunk about him. He's always had that kind of like charisma, that it factor. But completion percentage, that's tough to improve on. To take it from like 58%, that was the number last year. Now he's completing like 68% of his passes. Is it as simple to say as, you know, the hard work and Stephon Diggs is why he's made this leap? What's been the biggest thing that you've noticed from Josh Allen maybe in his first two years and the Josh Allen you've seen this year? Well, it's never one thing. I mean, listen, it starts with him. It starts with the hard work. Hard work, And obviously, he dedicated himself in the offseason to work on his craft. you got to give Brian Dable and the whole coaching staff a lot of credit. And obviously, when you sign a guy like Stephon Diggs, who's an absolute stud, it's going to help you tremendously. And, um, I mean, you put all those things together, and he's had just a great year. And as you watch him play, he's still athletic. He'll still move out of the pocket. He can still run. He's big. He's strong. He has a rocket for a right arm. But he's so much, he looks so much more comfortable in the pocket. And he looks so much more patient and able to operate in the pocket. And it's, it's just a huge difference. So, you know, I take my hat off to him first. 
because it, it ultimately comes down to the individual. It comes down to the guy of buying into what the coaching staff is telling you, buying in that, you, listen, he's a pro, you got to work on your craft, and it's, obviously, it's obvious that he put a ton of time in this offseason to improve in some uh, areas that he was, he was weak at in the past, and that was uh, you know, accuracy and, 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 and completing a high percentage of balls. Tony, you got rematches in both the AFC and the NFC title game this week. Uh, Buffalo played Kansas City back in mid-October. It was a weird Monday afternoon game. Tampa played Green Bay right around the same time. You put any stock in those individual matchups, or were they so far, you know, in the rear view that, you know, you wouldn't look too much into them? I mean, they, they have some factor. I mean, I think as a, as a player and as a team, you go back and look at them, you see what you can learn, where you had success, where you had failure. I think, you know, for the team, the winning teams, there's some confidence that, hey, we've been here before, we've beaten this team. Um, and so that maybe helps you slightly. But like you said, they're pretty early in the season. These teams have changed and evolved. They've improved. Um, they've, they've had injuries, you know, that have happened. Um, and so it's never the same story every time. You know, every time you step on the field, it's a different story. And so I don't think there's huge impact from what happened earlier in the season uh, for these two games. I mean, you look at the Tampa-Green uh, Bay game. That, that game was played in Tampa, perfect weather, completely, you know, in Florida. Now you're going up to Green Bay in at Lambeau, frozen tundra, cold weather. I mean, all those things are factors. So um, each one's different, and I think, I think both are going to be great games, by the way. I think they'll be close, mat- close games. And people have been asking me all week, who are you picking? I said, I have no idea. I mean, I think that's how close these games are. Tony, as somebody who roots for the Miami Dolphins, I know a thing or two about, you know, Florida teams going up north and struggling in the cold. Like, that was always the uh, the, the resume attached to the Marino teams over the years. Maybe sick, they'd go up to Buffalo and use, lose year after year. But I got to say with the Bucks. Having a guy like Brady who's played in thousands of these games, number one, and has played in so many games in Frigid, Gillette Stadium, Pittsburgh, you name it, does that kind of help Tampa Bay going into this spot where they're not like the prototypical South Florida team going to the frozen tundra and going to Lambeau Field? Well, first and foremost, anytime Tom Brady is on your team, it helps you. Yeah, Because the true. dude has been that's in true. every situation. He's played in the biggest games more than anybody else. I mean, this is his 14th conference title game. That is remarkable. And so, and like you said, he played in bad weather. He's been in it. Right, so I think he can, he's a calming influence for the entire team. He can talk to him about what it's, you know, how to handle it, what, what to experience. And just the fact that he's there, his presence alone is going to give the rest of that team a ton of confidence, almost give you that little bit of a feeling, even though you haven't been there before, we have a guy leading us that's been there more than anybody else. Tony, obviously here in New York, a whole lot of attention being paid to Robert Sala, who has been celebrated in many ways as a very popular hire amongst the New York Jet fan. You know how tough that is to do. So as someone who is around the league, you know he's fiery, you know he's got a competitive spirit, and we have no idea how he'll transition from a defensive coordinator into being a head coach. But do you like the hire for the New York Jets? Well, first of all, Robert Saul is a stud, and he's a leader. Um, great defense coordinator, but to your point, just because you're a good coordinator doesn't mean you're going to be a good head coach. But I really believe Saul has the makeup to be a great head coach just because of his natural leadership, um, his high energy. He understands how to relate to players. 
Um, he's going to put together a good staff. He has a good plan. I like what he's doing on the offensive side of the ball. Um, I really think the Jets got one of the better head coaching candidates in this cycle. And, uh, you know, you, don't, you never know until he actually does it. But I, I think if, I, if I'm a Jets fan, I, I feel pretty good right now with the guy we got leading the football team. And, Tony, is everybody all fired up in Jacksonville? Number one pick. More than likely you're getting Trevor Lawrence. And then you bring in Urban Meyer, who's won. I know he hasn't coached in the NFL. Won at Utah. Won big with the Gators. Won big with the Ohio State Buckeyes. I mean, I'm a Jaguar fan. I'm fired up by that pairing. Yeah, I think people are pumped. I mean, listen, I mean, Jets fans will be able to relate relate to this. I mean, one in fifteen. I mean, they won a couple more games, but you know, it's a long season. It's miserable. You need a change. And you're looking for that jolt, and I think Urban Meyer has given that to the fan base. Like you said, he's won everywhere. Yes, it's not in the NFL, but he did it at multiple places, different circumstances. I mean, at Bowling Green, where he started, won there. Um, and so the dude knows, he knows what it looks like. He knows what it's supposed to be like. Um, I think he, you know, he'll put the, one thing that's to be critical is, is the staff he builds out. I think it needs you know, he's obviously going to bring some guys from the college ranks that he's comfortable with. We got to sprinkle in those pro guys, um, just to get a feel and understanding of, of the NFL. But I think it's a good with the fact what overall pick. And most likely it's Trevor Lawrence. I think Jags fans right now, after a miserable year of winning one game, um, I think they feel pretty good going into next year. We got Tony Baselli. He'll be on the call for Westwood One with the AFC title game, the Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. Tony, you play for a guy who is beloved here in this town, a guy by the name of Tom Coughlin. Do you have a favorite Tom Coughlin story that you can at least share with the audience? Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, he uh, he's a great head coach. Um, I mean, he was had success here in Jacksonville, great success in New York, as you guys know. But he was a hard ass now, and uh, especially in the early days, back in the mid '90s when he took over the Jaguars, it was it was brutal. And he did not give an inch. It didn't matter who you were, how good you were, if you were the top guy on the roster or the bottom guy, you were treated pretty much the same. So. Um, a lot of good war stories with him, but you know, I think the thing that the thing that was, like stands out about Tom was that he was consistent. And whether you won or lost, nothing was going to change. He was going to grind you to death, um, always trying to get better. So he was uh, he's a great one, and uh, he's one of the great head coaches in the, in the NFL. Tony, when it's all said and done, you think he's a Hall of Fame coach? I, I think without a doubt, he won two Super Bowls with the Giants. You know, he went to two AFC title games with the Jaguars, which was an expansion team. He built that. I mean, you just look at his resume, what he's done. I mean, he's one of the great coaches in the NFL. I think he, I, I mean, in my book, he's a Hall of Famer. Tony, I can't believe I'm bringing this up, but I actually sat down and watched every play of that 62-7 to game. The last game of Dan Marino's career. I know it's probably a great memory for you. Not such a great memory for yours truly here. That's like, you think about playoff games, man. Marino and Jimmy Johnson on the other sideline. You guys beat them 62-7. to My goodness. Tough to take, bro. Yeah, you know, I, don't, I actually don't have, I have mixed emotions for that game. Great that we won. I actually tore my ACL, so I was sitting in the press box watching that game for the, with a torn ACL that I tore right before the game. And, so you uh, tore it, what, the, so, you tore it in practice the week prior? You tore it during that game? No, so I, I, I tore it week uh, 
17, end of the game against the Bengals, we wrapped up, you know, the number one seed, game's over, take a bat, I run down the field, plant, and my knee just gives away. So I had to sit there and watch that in the press box. I was happy we won, but I was like, oh, this is miserable. But I'll tell, I'll tell you this, they obviously didn't need me that day because they, <laughs> we ran right Tony, they could have put me at, at left tackle that day and they would have won by 30 points. <laughs> and I'm 160 pounds. I still think they would have found a way to win. That game was over after the first series. Crazy to think about. Crazy. Tony, final one, and I appreciate the time. I know you're doing the AFC game. The NFC game, though, the biggest key for Tampa if they're going to win outright. I'm not going to ask you to pick it, but the biggest key for yeah. the Bucs if they're going to go to Lambeau and beat the Packers. I think they have to do, you know, I think what they did is against the Saints. they got to establish the run game, and they've gotten away from that. And they weren't a great running team this year, but when they run the ball and they have that you know dual threat because I think Brady's going to play great, but they got to run the ball on offense. And then defensively, the same thing they did last in the first matchup. They got to pressure and they got to be aggressive against Aaron Rodgers. They cannot allow him to sit back because the secondary won't hold up against Devontae Adams and the rest of that crew. They pre- they hit. They, I mean, Todd Bowles blitzed them. They hit them and they cause a bunch of turnovers. So I think really winning the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball for the uh, Buccaneers would be critical. Tony Baselli, all-pro tackle, great career, legendary career with the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's doing a game for Westwood One. Tony, all the best, man, and it's going to be the year. Just let people keep telling you that now for the next couple of weeks, and I- I'm fairly confident when I'm watching like the honors show or I check on Twitter I finally see something that should have happened the last couple of years. You in the Hall of Fame, all right? I appreciate it, man. I really appreciate the support. And uh, thanks for having me on the show. And call me anytime. I really enjoyed it. There you have it. That's good stuff there from the All-Pro Tackle. And I think the soon-to-be Hall of Famer, Tony Baselli. He likes Robert Sala. Can't blame him on that. And Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence. That's going to be a whole lot of fun in Jacksonville. We're back with more. He calls at 877-337-6666. Come right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.